0: All right. I was paranoid for no reason. It was working.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I'm gonna send you the um the song. Okay. I should have done that while well, you were like resetting. Yeah. Like
0: hey.
1: It's a fun, catchy, rappy English, English. Like, uh, there's no like Spanglish for Japanese, like where it's like half Japanese and half English.
0: Yeah,
1: Janglish. Ja- ja. Did it come from like where I sent it or from the um, beginning?
0: From the beginning. Oh. Okay. did you want it at a certain part?
1: No, no, I was just wondering because it sounded the same as where I sent it to you from. Yeah, it, yeah, it
0: starts basically right okay. in the beginning. So, yeah, okay. ready. All right. Ready. Alright. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: All Alright. Alright. Three, two, one. This game. I am a chaser. Life is a fire.
0: We're ready to rumble. It might be the We Are Dolce. We're back after I survived the plague. Across the way, Danny, as always, what's up, man?
1: My um, God, born my my naturally uh, God-given right to an immune system protected me from the plague. And by God-given right to an immune system, I mean the vaccine that I took. <laughs>
0: It bought it off better than mine did.
1: <laughs> it's I got that I got that California fresh air out here. You got that New Jersey uh, you got that Jersey shore plague blowing in already, your body's fighting two plagues at once. It <laughs> <One. laughs>
0: just got overran. It just got overran. <laughs> That's too funny.
1: <laughs> Man. So I, I, I saw this thing on TikTok. And like if you watch it and you don't think about it or pay attention, you're like, oh, it's a guy talking about like getting a job, you know, like, you know, cutting dog's hair and cleaning dogs up. And, and then he showed up, pu- you know, and, and him being, being nervous about it. And then he showed a puppy and he's like complimenting the puppy. But then if you actually like think about what the joke actually means, it's probably one of the most inappropriate jokes I've ever seen <laughs> on TikTok. Because he starts off the guys like, oh, man, I'm nervous. I, today's my first day as a dog groomer. I hope I do well. And then the next scene is him, like, with a puppy patting patting it and saying, you're so mature for your age. (laughs) Jeez. Oh, my. (laughs) I showed it to my wife, and she's like, oh, that's a cute puppy. And I'm like, yeah, it's a pedophile joke. And she's like, what? (laughs) And I showed it to her again, and she's like, you just destroyed a part of my childhood that I can never get back again. I was innocent.
0: (laughs) I was innocent. Oh, she was innocent until she decided to marry you. She should have known. That's her choice.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so now, anytime I ever see like one of those um, people driving around with their mobile dog grooming bands, I'm just going to think gonna it's gonna a point and, sm- inappropriate look at and
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, how terrible! <sighs> You're a terrible person.
1: And and they said and they said you, you can't make jokes about pedophilia. <laughs> Apparently, yes, you, you can. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the last episode of the We Are Adult show. We have just officially been canceled. <laughs>
0: they can't cancel us. We quit.
1: <laughs> no, we got to get our unemployment benefits. Oh, got you.
0: Wait, we're getting paid?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you are. You just have to give up your you – just like a real job, you have to sell your soul and give up your identity. I oh, got you. <laughs> <laughs> uh. There's, there's the, the fun, the fun version of you and the work version Yay. of you. Ah, oh,
0: man. Good times.
1: Man, so I was, I've been putting stickers for the podcast on some of the equipment that we use at work. Cause they have this like right in front of where we drive, there's like a little circle plate and I don't know what it's for. It's just there and it's like sticker size. And so maintenance has taken a couple of them and worked on them and stuff and painted yeah. them. But they didn't take the sticker off, so they just painted over the sticker, so you can see the outline of the sticker under the paint. <laughs> I'm like, yep, that pretty much sums up UPS um, man- um, maintenance very well.
0: Uh, so you're tagging your work with stickers.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm not the only one, but yes, and they're the, they're it's it's okay because they're the vinyl ones. They're, I mean, if they, they would have actually like made any minor attempt to peel it off, they would just come off and not left any residue on. It's not like those shitty paper stickers that every place else gives away for free. Fair enough.
0: We got the good shit. Like
1: when I... Yeah, because when I had it on my car and it was like fading away from being old, I just pulled it off and just had to wipe the dust ring away <laughs> that had collected around yeah. it.
0: <laughs> Do more people ask you about the show now? that work?
1: One guy did. He said, I don't know if he's like... He didn't follow us on Instagram. I don't know... No, if he listens or not but uh he said he couldn't find it because he thought it was happy head productions not (laughs) hoppy
0: (laughs) another episode of happy head Productions. we're so happy 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 joy joy happy happy joy joy
1: yes so i I, it was futile because we i didn't get any like instagram followers but i did find out somebody that i was following this like we've been mutually following each other for a while is a full-timer on it on the shift before oh, nice. mine, like the, the shift when I'm in the building in the morning, he's oh, nice. on the ramp. How yes. awkward and romantic. I don't. I don't talk to him. I don't. I don't know who he is. I, only, I asked my full timer. I'm like, you know this guy? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> is, is, he a, is he a dick? And she's like, no. He's actually like one of the only. He's like one of the nicer ones on the shift. And I'm like, yeah. but I think, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, it's probably because he's drunk all the time.
0: <laughs> David says that because that would be him. <laughs>
1: Yes, and doing other other activities that I'm sure work doesn't want to know about, but he posts on his Instagram like an idiot. But he doesn't use his name at all, so I'm not going to say That's who fair.
0: it is. We don't we don't use names here, Danny.
1: He it. <laughs> well, I'm not.
0: About it. I'm, I'm gonna I'll protect the innocent. Uh,
1: but he uses like a generic beer name. Fair enough. Like Hoppyhead Productions.
0: <laughs> but different. Sorry, Hoppyhead.
1: Speaking yeah. of drunk all the time, Sean, what are you
0: drinking today? You mean, what am I going to attempt to drink today? So for those that don't know, um, by plague, I ended up getting the coronavirus, and I've lost my sense of smell and taste. So my life has been very interesting this, this last week. Um, I can't drink soda because it tastes awful. It tastes like syrupy water. I can't get any sweetness or flavors from it. So I am going to attempt to drink this imperial stout, brewed with coffee, vanilla, cinnamon, and lactose. It's from uh, Four uh, Noses Brewing Company. It's <laughs> that's that. They're just mocking <laughs> you at this point. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, I should... even better. Yes, the best beer. You have no nose. We have four. <laughs> so we're gonna give this a go. <laughs> I smell cold. <laughs> like I put my nose up to the can and I just you know like when you open the freezer door you just get that nice cold breeze in your face at the grocery store. That's what yes. my nose is experiencing from the can. And that's about it. <laughs> this somebody this is gonna be the first episode somebody listens to and be like Wow, this guy really cannot describe beer.
1: Yeah, this guy's the worst beer describer (laughs) ever. He's probably like, like, puts everything on untapped (laughs) and gives it one star.
0: All right, cheers! (laughs) Cheers. Hmm. You know what water tastes like?
1: <laughs> you have to do that burnt orange trick, Sean.
0: <laughs> I've been trying to smell stuff like or uh, orange and uh, garlic and stuff to try to rebuild my nose.
1: Yeah, just just from what I've heard, there's a fun point where everything just smells like hot garbage.
0: Um,
1: so it'll smell like you've been to like a, com- a but you've been to an anime convention, so you'll be okay with it, I guess. Not okay with a beard, like. Um, a, you're, you've, it's not a, the worst smelt thing you've yeah. smelt, but yeah, I've heard everything just smells like like hot garbage, and it comes <laughs> as it's coming back.
0: Oh, interesting. I hope not. Um. But I
1: did hear that there's a
0: like a thing where like
1: people, some people say it works, some people say it doesn't.
0: But you're supposed to, it's
1: like on the YouTube's, just like put in the YouTube's the search function, the burnt mm. orange thing, and it, it like some some say just burn the shit out of an orange with the peel on, it and then you like mush it up in the cup and. Not with the peel, but take the peel off and just eat it like that. And then other ones tell you to put like cinnamon or something else in it with there. Interesting. And it's supposed to bring your, it's like almost like shock, like shock your uh, sense of taste and smell back, like the chest paddles for a heart attack Ooh, victim.
0: Interesting. I'll have, have to check that out. Um, so I could definitely get some after flavors of what a stout tort like a darker beer tastes like. So, um, especially it being an imperial stout, that aftertaste of an imperial stout, I could get some very small faints of that bitterness um, in there. I get somewhat of a slight sweetness um, as well. Um, I think it's just because the lactose in it, I think because sweet is a just a generic flavor that your tongue could register, and so is bitter. I think I could. That's why I'm picking up those two kind of hints. But outside of that, I mean, it ta- it tastes like water, like a maybe a thicker water base. Okay, so
1: but I mean, I mean, I've had beers that are that claim to have flavors in it and taste like that. You know, when I did have my sense of <laughs> smell, so it's not like
0: I—I okay. I have not experienced. It doesn't family. taste bad. Like I'm honestly, like I'm happy that I could actually tolerate something um, to drink instead of just water and coffee.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I wonder if it's because it has coffee Maybe. in there,
0: and you're—you've kind of grown accustomed to drinking yeah. coffee. I mean. I like – I'm drinking coffee right now, not because I'm addicted to caffeine and I don't want a caffeine headache uh, this afternoon, but more on the the acid in it. I think I pick up the acid notes to it, so it makes it to where it's not water and it doesn't taste bad, so it's fine, where like soda, it was like – it's cold – and there's it's and it gives off like a syrupy taste, so it's not a, it doesn't give you like a, a pleasant texture when you don't when you're when you don't have all that, can't pick up all those flavors and sweetness, to it. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, so if you have COVID and you want a beer, this is a pretty good beer to drink.
1: <laughs> find one with coffee, like find one with like acid yeah. coffees.
0: <laughs> I would imagine. I would imagine if I had a lager or something, I, don't, I, don't, I think it'd just be carbonated water at that point.
1: <laughs> I mean, people already, some people, you know, some beer snobs already say it is. <laughs> I mean, you should have just got like a Bud Light or something like that oh, on the Oh, true. Show.
0: I, but I didn't plan it out. <laughs> and I can't leave.
1: First time you would have, you're like, actually, I don't hate this Bud Light. It tastes like everything else I've been drinking for the last <laughs> <Right>? few months. <laughs> a few days or whatever. Uh,
0: what about you? What are you drinking?
1: So I'm uh, continuing my uh, 30 days of barley wine. You know, I haven't posted uh, pictures on Instagram for the last few days just because I've been hitting duplicates. Um, but today's a new beer, new day, new beer, saving it for the podcast. It's from Private Press Brewing. It's called Electric Roads. It's a double barrel age blend of barley wine style Maybe. ales. And it was brewed at Faction Brewing in Alameda, California, but then bottled by Faction Brewing press in Santa Cruz, California. So I think I'm think I I'm pretty sure I told a story on the podcast, but I'll tell it again because it's a kind of cool story. So the guy, the head brewer of Jackie O's decided he wanted to open his own brewery. And he op- like opened, like, open right about the time he opened it, it was, like, right as the pandemic was hitting. And everyone was, like, struggling to figure out what to do with their beer sales. But he already had, like, the genius uh, COVID plan because his beer sales is only... Subscription only. So like, if you don't have a membership to his beer club, to his brewery, you can't buy his beers. And so there's somewhere you can buy. There's like, you can get one included in the price, and you can get like you get all the beers. So it's like, some you get like one of, some you get two of, some you get three of. It just depends on how much um, he he brewed. Um, so, but he's very much into um, stouts and barley wines. He hasn't done anything. Other than those, and they're all heavily barrel aged, and quite a few of them actually have honey in it instead of lactose for sweetness. But I haven't had any of any mm. of those yet. Kind of saving for the podcast, but I'm thinking maybe November might be um, 30 days of stouts. Give myself a month off of heavy beers. Wow,
0: um, which de, for December, November, November, wow,
1: it'll it'll, it'll be a November Ted. Remember,
0: hopefully. <laughs> How Danny puts more hair on one his. One of the car commercials
1: says. Yes. Oh man. Dude, this is like sweet and chocolatey. Like, that's one th- one thing I've learned from the barley wines is, there is so much variety. Like, if you have a bad barley wine that you don't like, like try others because there are some that are just. They range from being like super hoppy, like um. Sierra Nevada and Stone make barley wines, but they just fucking throw hops in everything, and then they throw you know American style barley wine on there, and so it just <laughs> tastes like a, a dark, IP, a sweet IPA basically. And then there's some where it's like thin and watery, like a Bud Light, and there's some where it's like basically like somebody took a stout and just boiled it all the water out of it and re bottled mm-hmm. it, because it's just super thick and syrupy. So, um. The ones that I've liked so far have been somewhere in the middle. Like I don't like I don't like them being like overly sweet, but definitely yeah. not hoppy. And this is up there. Like this has a nice, um, like chocolatey, flavor to it. I'm pretty sure they, I when he mails out the beers, one of the things he does, he sends out a, uh, a card, that has the beers on there and all the thing and like basically all the information. And when I say all the information, I mean everything, like the Play-Doh and, you know, all the scientific brewing numbers and besides just the adjuncts and tasting notes and so this one i'm definitely i'm pretty sure he probably used a lot of a like chocolate malt in it because it's got a super candy bar flavor to it but not like but not like sweet but just that chocolate like that dark chocolate almost candy bar Mm. oh man yeah when you get like the the higher when you go to those fancy candy bar stores and they have the percentage of the cacao in the bar so it's like 70% or 85% or whatever if you want pure dark chocolate as opposed to uh, American milk chocolate, which even the British are mad at us because Nestle bought Cadbury and is, like, taking all the milk chocolate out of their chocolate and putting, like, sugar and shit in it instead.
0: That's a, That sounds pretty good.
1: So, yes. yes. Oh, man, this beer's amazing. <laughs> like, I just wish I just wish I could have got the subscription. I'm kind of hoping the guy, like, cancels his, like, like going to cancel his subscription. I'm like, nah, dude, see if you can just, like... Like pass it on to me. Like I'll pay. I'll pay. Like pay for it, and then I'll pay you back, and just have it. Still mail it to me.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Like like um, Green Bay Packer tickets. <laughs> uh, Bastards. So speaking of Europe, you know it's pretty funny how a lot of our like politicians and like corporate owned news stations like to talk about how Europe is all um. Um, socialism and they're, like, business unfriendly. But a lot of that gets comes from the fact that they're very um, consumer-friendly. Like, a lot of the cool consumer laws that we kind of have over here come from the fact that Europe passed them first. And then it just kind of became, like, almost like a cost decision for the the companies to kind of give fall in. So, like, one of the things they do for, like, video games is the video game commercials has to have either, like, a disclaimer on the commercial or, like show a certain amount of... Uh, we'll they have to show a disclaimer if it's, like, um, gameplay or, um, like, cutscene. Yeah. And then they have to have a certain amount of actual gameplay footage in the commercial. They can't just... Like, all our commercials are just, like... Either cutscenes or just fake gameplay that's computer-generated and, like, super-optimized. But another thing they did was they made it... back Because back in the day, like... Every, phone, every time you bought a phone, you got it had to get a new charger, and every phone had its own different proprietary charger. And then there was, like, that brief, glorious moment for a while where every phone had the same charger until Apple decided to come out with the
0: lightning. Yeah, like, everything was, like, mini-USB, right? Yeah, that, yes. was a, that was a glorious time.
1: That was basically thanks to Europe, because then, they like, they realized that it's like, wait, we to conform to Europe, then we'd have, you know, have to, like, but if you didn't change it for other countries, then you'd have to make like one set of chargers for Europe and one set of chargers for like America. And but like, yeah, we'll just make the same charger. Fine. So now um it isn't it's the um the the the, the charging end of the port, it's the other end, the USB mm-hmm. side. Like um with my new computer, I don't have the standard old school uh USB ports on it. So I had to like make my comp- printer go wireless and other things like that so like I have the USB I have like two different USB ports but none are the old school fat ones they're like little tiny new apple ones mm-hmm. so basically Apple like EU is gonna try to make everybody um, use the same USB ports as well
0: okay yeah because isn't there like USB two now and USB three and shit
1: yes there's USB like C and USB B and So now they're gonna say that they all they're gonna want them all to have the USB-C charger. Okay. And of course, you know, our glorious benevolent, kind masters, Apple, have said that that would harm innovation. So they're like, you got us, you got us, you know, you made us change the 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 end of plugs in the phone, but you didn't say anything about the end of plugs in the computer or the Mm -hmm. charger. Ha ha! Yeah. Suckers. But even with an Apple, like somebody posted on Reddit, and they had like four different Apple products and four different chargers, like none of them are compatible with each other. It was like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, yeah. I think it's interesting that uh, because Apple's always been one that's slightly different, so it's like you always have to use their Apple stuff. So, I mean, to me, I don't, I don't, I don't see how it's making it going to and hit like, slow down, you know, technology. I just feel, I feel like Apple does shit just to fucking make it more exclusive.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, you know, tech, making it, uh, Apple, like, making Apple specialists slowing down technology according to Apple. <laughs>
0: You're
1: gonna make us like the rest of those peasants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, but I think it's a, I don't think it's a terrible idea because I think there is a lot of waste and stuff like extension cords and adapters and shit like that that we don't need to constantly need to create new ones all the time you know all those all those wires and stuff like i don't know how many old chargers i have that are just basically trash now because nothing uses it
1: right and like my new computer doesn't even have like a sim card like a memory card reader so I had to get, like, an adapter for that. Yes. They're like, our phones don't have it. Why should our computers have it?
0: <laughs> Who knows?
1: Exactly. So I learned a new thing on Reddit. What did you learn? Uh, I learned a new term called soaking. And I don't know if it's real or if it's one of those things where, like, like, super conservative media, like, like it was like a joke, and the media, the conservative media picked up on it and thought it was real. And like now they're scaring parents with it. But apparently, there's like a, another sex loophole the kids are figuring it tried to claim they figured oh, out. We well, you know, where like butt stuff doesn't yes. count, or or the family guy ear sex because <laughs> you know, once you go black, you go deaf. Um, so this term is called soaking, and so apparently if you just insert the penis into the vagina and don't move and you're, you're not actually like moving or causing friction, that's not having sex. Really? But then, but then to make it even more interesting is if you, this is, if you have one of your friends, if you have somebody jump on the bed next to you (laughs) while you're like inserted and soaking that you're, you're moving, but you're not causing the movement. Somebody else is. So technically you're not having sex. Uh, this is this is why we need, like, universal age-appropriate sex education so that people realize that, like, <laughs> this shit is stupid and it's not a loophole. Like, you can oh. still get pregnant or whatever if it yeah. happens.
0: Like that. Did you ever see the movie Saved? Uh, no, I don't think so.
1: It had, like, Jenna Malone, Mandy Moore.
0: I mean, no, I know what you're talking about did. now, but, yeah, no, I did not see it.
1: So basically the premise of the movie is, like, they're all, like, the group is all, like, ultra-Christian, like, they go to a super-Christian school, and, like, um, Jenna Malone's boyfriend comes out as gay, and she figures the way to save him is to have sex with him, because that'll turn him straight, because her vagina will be so great, apparently. Um, But also that they didn't use condoms, because everyone knows you can't get pregnant on the first time. Yeah. And guess what? She ends oh, up pregnant. Geez. So that's kind of where the movie... That's like the the, plux, the, the, the the plot of the movie is her like, going to the school and being judged by everybody and kind of making a small group of friends and, including... Oh, Macaulay Culkin's in it and he's in a wheelchair. Oh, jeez. Yes. So, but yeah. People in their weird sex loopholes.
0: Yeah, did you ever listen to that one ridiculous song about... Uh... Saving yourself for Jesus and just having anal sex.
1: <laughs> yes, the um, the um, Garfunkel yes. and Oates. Uh, did, you, did you ever see the one about them? You know, go go kart racing. Um, I don't remember. It's like basically the course, is like go kart racing, accidental masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I push down the pedal, my engine goes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, fuck me in the ass because yes. I love Jesus.
0: Yes, that's what it is. Fuck me <laughs> in the ass because I love Jesus.
1: <laughs> and because if you have, also because if you have anal sex, that's like for some reason that creates some sort of like black hole like in God's vision, like he can't see you either. <laughs> According to the song.
0: <laughs> oh my God, yeah, dude, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, I, don't, I If you have not watched the song or seen the song, you have to.
1: Or anything yeah. from Garfunkel on yeah. right. in general.
0: Yes. How, how can you not enjoy I, this? I, I've been good, do what my mom and dad and God say I should. Go to church and Bible school <laughs> to live by God's rule. So, what happened? The music video is great too. Oh, yes. Everything is so stereotypical. Walk the halls <laughs> of high school with my purity ring. i like those other girls. I got my morals in check. It was easy to do till I got.
1: forgot that the main
0: song part wasn't tell a lot later in the in the song <laughs> yes Jesus. Garfunkel and
1: others. I So when we were at um, Great American Beer Fest, one of the vendors there was this uh, excommunicated Mormon mm-hmm. drinking team. And so I picked up a couple shirts from them. Like one of them, it says, uh, was like, a, what would Jesus drink? And another one had a, Jesus drinking a beer and it's written around on the back and it's written around and it says, Jesus, that's a good beer. <laughs> but then he made one for Pride Month and, like, I picked it up. And it says, uh, Jesus had two dads and he grew up just fine. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> well, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to practice what Garfunkel and Oaks preaches with the loophole, you might want to be careful if you're going to, um, partake in our next topic.
0: The Taco Bell subscription. Subscription, yes. yes. Mm.
1: You don't you don't want to eat too much Taco Bell and then go for that loophole because that'll be a little uh,
0: <laughs> the lube you don't want
1: exactly. <laughs> so apparently, um, I don't. First of all, I'm pretty sure that you know if they ever heard this, they wouldn't want the um, the lead in. <laughs> like it's like AEW with the dude getting his face sliced with the pizza cutter as the Domino's ad pizza was playing on the split yeah, screen. Probably not. Um But yeah, so in some restaurants in Arizona, they're testing a Taco Lovers Pass. It's either five or ten dollars a month, which gives you one free taco a day for 30 days, and you can pick between soft, spicy, soft, soft. You can pick the soft taco, soft, the spicy potatoes taco, soft taco, the crunchy taco, and it's Doritos tacos. So once you subscribe, it'll open up through its Taco Bell app a special like subscription, like OnlyFans page that you could get your free taco. You know, whoever can... You know, I bet they're only testing this, not because how many people use it, but because of how much money they actually make from it. You know, because if you look at it, it's like $5 for 30 tacos. They're losing money and it's like, are you really going to just go to Taco Bell and buy one taco? Right? Yeah.
0: True.
1: I mean, that has to be the motive, right?
0: No, no I mean... I, I feel like they're just trying to waste your money. I mean, because, like, you can get a taco every day, but if you could if you could only get that taco from putting an order in, you're like, fucked. Straight fucked.
1: Yeah, you have to go through their app and order it through the app. So at that point, you're like, well, if I'm going to buy a taco, I might as well buy other food there. True. And pay whatever fees I have to pay for buying through the app. Yeah.
0: No, that's fair. I mean, I don't think...
1: I don't think it's really worth doing. So no, unless you eat Taco Bell oh, a, lot.
0: a lot, so much Taco Bell, like
1: I get, thats way too much, man. And that's what they're you know. It's like people like you know, gyms don't sell like memberships, hoping you go to the gym every day. They hope that you like forget about it, and so that like they can oversell the memberships to the gym, and you know. That's why it's like it's so crowded like the first month or so of the year that you can't use any of the equipment because people are still like excited to use their new brand new membership they got for Christmas present or New Year's uh, resolutions. And then slowly people stop using it and then you go in like in like August and it's a ghost town.
0: August to try
1: March. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm sure it's not it's less crowded in March, but it's probably not ghost town yet. So. Oh, man. So, Marvel is suing some of its creators' families, Sean.
0: Yeah, I was read, reading the article. It's an interesting – it's it's a very interesting uh, perspective on everything because uh, basically uh, some of these people are trying to take their creators, you know, the creations back. And we're talking about major characters like, you know, Spider-Man and such. Yeah, it
1: says that if if the creator's heirs' notices were accepted, Marvel would lose the rights to characters including Iron Man, Spider-Man, Hawkeye, Black Widow, Doctor Strange, Falcon, Ant-Man, and more.
0: Yes.
1: One caveat is this only matters in the United States. So basically, like, if they made a new Avengers movie or whatever with these characters, then they wouldn't get any of the U.S. money. Disney wouldn't, but they would get whatever was made in the offshore box office.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't know how I feel about the whole that whole thing, man. It just seems so crazy.
1: Which is pretty funny cuz basically Disney made all of their money like early on from making movies and stuff out of stories that have became that became public domain. And then they ended up going and suing everybody for using the characters that they used that were public domain. Like Snow White. Oh,
0: really? So you cannot use... You can't do a story about Snow White anymore?
1: I mean, you can, but you just have to be very careful how you do it. Because they did, like, the Snow White and the Huntsman mm-hmm. with um, Chris Hemsworth and... What's her yeah. name from Twilight? So it, it just, you just have to be very careful how you do it, which is probably why they changed the story so much for Snow White and the Huntsman, because they didn't want Disney to sue them.
0: Even though it's a public domain. So.
1: Yes, because then they can claim that you're not doing the you're not doing the work off the public domain. You're copying. They're you're copying their work. Interesting, is what they'll try to claim, yeah. and they have enough money and lawyers to like make it annoying for you anyway. So even if they lose yeah. the case, it's not Europe where like if you lose the case and then you have to pay their lawyer fees.
0: Yeah, you'll lose and then you have to sue so, them for losses and hope you win that one too.
1: Yes. So, but that being said. They released a trailer for the Hawkeye Disney Plus show coming out.
0: Okay, so it's gonna be a show. Interesting.
1: Yes. Yes. On Christmas time-ish is what it said. Because it's Christmas themed. Which means that they'll also have the book of Boba Fett oh. coming out. Oh too. boy.
0: Um yeah. I mean I thought it was kind of interesting. I mean, I think it's just gonna be a goofy show.
1: Yeah, I think it'll have its serious moments, but I don't think it'll be, like, as heavy as, like, WandaVision.
0: Yeah, definitely not. I don't know. I mean, it, was, it seemed okay. I mean, I wasn't really impressed. I don't know if – probably won't even watch it at this point, so.
1: I, I like – I you know, from what I've read about, the, like, the Kate Bishop character, like, from other people talking about it in the comics, that she's a pretty good character. Um, I did like at least what they showed in the, tra- in the trailer, the, um, the chemistry between her, uh, Haley Steinfeld playing Kate Bishop and Jeremy Renner, um, seemed pretty good. Like, I don't know if it'll carry the show good, but it definitely seemed good. I'll probably, I'll at least give it a few episodes in to see because, you know, the premise is that, you know, he's like, actually gets to spend Christmas with his family for the first time and something happens and pulls him away. And so, you know. Like basically, it seems like his past as whatever he did as Ronan during those five years is catching up to him, and he has to go solve that issue
0: hmm.
1: is what the trailer made it seem yeah.
0: like pretty much, so we'll have to see how it pans out. You can't,
1: spend, you can't spend five years of killing like massive like mafia like not just the leaders but the entire mafia <laughs> gangs and not expect anybody to want like any kind of yeah, retaliation. True. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when they find out that it was you. <laughs> You're right. So, yeah. Another, uh, did, I know you, you said you didn't watch this week's. Did you watch last week's Disney Plus episode?
0: Um. What was the story on? I don't even remember now.
1: That was a long time ago. I remember this week.
0: I had it written down. It you want to fucking talk about
1: it. Oh, it was, um. Last, last week's was the Iron Man one. Another Iron Man, it one,
0: Iron Man one.
1: Where he didn't get um, captured.
0: Oh, you dead, know what? Um, I was going to download it and watch it and I did not.
1: And then he ended up getting saved by why um, can't I think of his name? The guy that ultimately ended up being the villain in Black Panther. Yeah. Killmonger. Yeah. And so, basically, they kind of partner up and you know, it changes that way and a bunch of other shit happens. So, um, that one was pretty was good. Was it? Um, this week's, and it's like, this show has been very hit or miss. And like, I'm a bunch of people like friends with on Facebook did not like this week's episode at all. Okay. Um, it definitely had an interesting premise and it was basically like the opening premise was that, Odin didn't adopt Loki but kept him with the frost giants and so Thor basically didn't grow up having to deal with Loki and um basically just became like the party prince of Asgard.
0: Yeah,
1: and so comes to Earth and chaos ensues and stuff happens. And then they got a bunch of like cameos from like the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, some of the people that were like on the I mean, like, and and from the Ragnarok and stuff, we're all there at the party. Like, it was a big, like, universe party on Earth. You know, during the Odin sleep. Because he can't be, you know, he doesn't yeah. have his dad to watch out for him. And then his mom's going to have a, a girl, getaway girls weekend with her friends. So he's, like, left on his own. And the last thing she says is, Thor, no parties. Okay, Mom. So... And then Captain Marvel show, make, makes an appearance. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't my favorite, but it wasn't my least favorite yeah. Yeah. so far. But, it, it, I mean, it's like, again, you just kind of have to watch these. It's like, okay, what, what are you going to tell me? Like, how are the characters different? You know, you can't sit there and like, this is nothing like Thor in the MCU. And it's like, that's literally the point of the show. Because this isn't the Thor in the MCU. This is Thor from another one of the multiverses. With the watcher watching,
0: because he, he likes like to, watch. to watch, and he likes to watch in creepy angles and dark and brooding scenes. Yes,
1: <laughs> I, I I still I like the, the 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 voice actor who's you know they got you know I think he's gonna um, hopefully he starts getting more voiceover roles because his his voice is up there with like James Earl Jones and um, Morgan Freeman's. It's very soothing and comforting and authoritative. Rawr. Yes. But then another Disney show that they released, which they did something that was very anti, like Disney Plus with mm-hmm. their shows, they actually dropped every episode wow. on the same day.
0: They're like, "Fuck it, like here you go." Right,
1: you know. And apparently, I'm not a good enough nerd because I forgot it was coming out, and I saw people like posting about it. And I'm like, "That's not out yet." And then I looked, and I'm like, "Oh, it came out like yesterday."
0: How many Did you watch the whole thing? Nice. Yes, I did. You're a good Star Wars fan.
1: I mean, like. I made up for it, yes. But I, it, it took me, like, longer than it should have, but because, like, um, I would watch an episode, and I'm like, oh, wait, I got to go do this. And I would end up taking longer to do that, which then i me need to do, and then i will be, as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, wait, I did that. I need to do this now. And so then i finished finish that episode and go do something else. So I, like, got a bunch of shit done. So that was kind of yeah. useful, helpful, but it made, it made me split up watching the show. Like, I watched seven episodes in one day, but the, the longest one is, like, 23 minutes long. And the shortest one is about thirteen minutes long. Gotcha. Um, so, but the, basically, the premise is is they got a bunch of different Japanese anime writers and directors to make their own Star Wars stories. And so they're based in the Star Wars universe. Um, I can't tell exactly when it's set because, um, like they t- like a lot of the stories are talking about how like Jedi have been gone for hundreds gotcha. of years. I don't know if that's you know leading up to episode four you know because it's like even between like episode three and four it wasn't like hundreds of years that the Jedi were gone yes. you know it was only how old Luke and Leia are hmm. um but then like the other thing one thing I did like about it was that there's only one semi cameo like not even ca- like more than a cameo but not quite like starring role from anybody that appeared in any of the nine movies. Okay. Only only one, and that's uh, Boba Fett. Oh, and and, and um, Jabba okay, the Hutt. Those,
0: and that's those what, are acceptable.
1: And that's and that's the only reason why Boba Fett is there is because Jabba the Hut, he has to go track somebody down for Jabba the Hut, and then it becomes the story of the people that were like with the guy where, like we have to go get him back, and they're like that's not who we are, and they're like we can figure out a way, kind of a thing, and so that's why that's why they're there is like basically just setting up the plot not to be the star of the show or the episode. Mm. But, but the other thing is very Japanese about the show is that all the Sith women in the show wear high heels (laughs) (laughs) and do all their crazy lightsaber stuff. the lightsaber fights are really cool. Like, you know, the, the, some of the drawings are like way more stylized than others. Like they lean heavily into the, like, um, Samurai-like-era look. Um, They lean heavily into, like, the Ronin-Samurai, you know, stories because there's a Japanese movie called Yojimbo, um, and basically it's, like, the inspiration for the Clint Eastwood movie, A Few Dollars More. Um, But that was one of um, Lucas's inspiration when he made the Star Wars franchise initially. To the point where he uh, wanted to get the actor who played Yojimbo to be um, Obi-Wan Kenobi in episode four. And he turned it down, and then he ended up going to get Alec Guinness. So, you know, everyone complains about how, like, the original Star Wars trilogies, everyone's just old white British dudes. And it's like, well, he tried to get other people, but they said no. So
0: the fuck off.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's – he might not have tried any more than just the one, but at least the one. And so um, – but, yeah, so it's it's pretty quick watch, like I said, a couple hours. Um, if you're a fan of Star Wars, you'll enjoy it. If you're a fan of anime, you'll enjoy it. If you're a fan of both, you'll enjoy it even more. Um, but, yeah, all, all the stories are pretty cool. They don't have to deal with – a lot of them just deal with, like, survival in, on their planet. Like, they're just trying to get by. They're not trying to save the universe, yeah. you know?
0: So would you say they're all worth watching, or are there a couple, like, with the what-ifs? Like, you're kind of like, eh.
1: I mean, there's some that aren't as good, but even the ones that aren't good have a lot of like redeeming qualities to make it worth watching, like story beats or the fights or whatever. Yeah. You know, you're not like, oh, I just wasted my time. And even then, some like some of the episodes that, that weren't the best were some of the shorter episodes. But then there's a couple like one there's one episode that's like the like the shortest episode. I think it's called the duel, and I was almost mad when it ended. I'm like, no, no. There need, like this needs to be a series not like a one off 12 minute episode <laughs> so man so i ended up watching this netflix show called uh, sturgill sampson sound and fury mm-hmm. and so sturgill sampson is this country musician and i like saw it i'm like like saw the thing i'm like wait i recognize that name somewhere and so it was that one movie with Bill Murray and Adam Driver, you know, Star Wars, going back to Star Wars, mm-hmm. Six Degrees at Kevin Bacon, um, called The Dead Don't Die. And so there's this running joke that they keep playing this one song, and every time they play it, they like – like some, they encounter somebody new, and they're like, oh, hey, it's this song by Sturgill Simpson. And I'm like, oh, that's where I recognize the name from, from The Dead Don't Die. Not – And for some reason, I kept confusing it with um, this other country singer, Walker Wheeler Jr., who basically makes, like, parody country songs about having sex and doing drugs, but, like, even more vulgar than, like, the loophole song. Yes, you know, But, but so basically he made this album. And he kind of had this idea. And so he went to Japan and sat down with like nine or like six, like a bunch of um, anime makers and they all got drunk and they came up with this idea for a movie, like a short movie. It's like 40 minutes long and it's set. There's no dialogue. It's just anime and action. And it's set to the songs from this movie. So like the whole time the movie's going, the album's playing. Um. I know you didn't watch it. A friend of the show, Man Thing, didn't watch it. I definitely know you didn't watch it. There's this old movie, animated movie called uh, Heavy Metal.
0: I mean, I heard of it, but I didn't watch it. Right. I expected (laughs) as much.
1: And it's not a judgment thing. It's just, I figured, you know, it's before your time, but it's kind of like, you know, one of those things you hear as a kid and you never know how to watch it. So it's like Heavy Metal, like Faces of Death is another one that kind of gets passed around, like the playground Mm -hmm. urban legend. Um... But this is very much like cause I a uh, modernish take on um, heavy metal it's very stylized um, a lot of action you know the heroes coming in to save the day random anime boobies for no reason and in a weird and they're not even it's just weird so but if you've got like 40 minutes to kill and you want to find something on Netflix check it out dude it's, it's it's pretty trippy and if you do drugs it might even be better or if you're drunk, it might be better. <laughs> But especially the oh. drugs part. <laughs>
0: classy man, classy.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. So on my on my way to, out to California, I was able to watch the um the second season of Legend of Korra the, uh, from the Avatar series. Um, so if you don't know, um, after they did Avatar The Last Airbender, they came out with a series and it has four seasons, so I have two more seasons to watch. But it's called um, Legend of Korra and it's about the next Avatar after Aang. So, um, Korra is a waterbender. It comes from the Southern Water Tribe And, um, you know, she's very different from Aang as far as she's much more confident in her fighting and her abilities, and she's a lot more prideful and um, short-tempered. So she – it's kind of funny because she's a very powerful bender Um, because, like, basically when they go and do the Avatar search, they talk to all these people – all these people and kids and, and literally in the first episode, you know, Korra's the avatar straight away. Cause, uh, like they come in and, um, they, her parents call her and she's just like, you know, three years old. And she's like, I'm the avatar. And she's like fucking flame bending, earth bending and wa- and water bending <laughs> and fighting. And it goes into a whole, like, um, Basically, clips of her just fucking out fighting uh, master benders. Like it starts with her just only bending and she just beats like these three firebender masters. She's just way overconfident. So in the second season, um, though, she uh, you really kind of learn that she is not. She's not very good about the whole spiritual side about being an avatar, which makes sense. Because of her personality. And she kind of um, looks to learn about that piece. And we also get to learn about the first Avatar. And why there is an Avatar and stuff. So it was a really fun season as far as like lore goes. uh, Because it was interesting to learn about the first Avatar. And how the Avatar came to be. Um, The other part of the story was just kind of... um, It just wasn't really, it wasn't really surprising. Like, you knew, like, in the first episode, uh, basically, like, the North Water, the Northern Water Tribe comes to the Southern Water Tribe, and they're having issues, and, like, the king of, you know, the United Area doesn't want to get involved because it's a Water Tribe thing, and so, um, you know, so... Uh, Korra is kind of stuck trying to decide what to do between the North and the South and stuff like that. And it it kind of, and it was uh, a little stereotypical, Um, but I I thought it was a fun watch. Um, I mean, I definitely think if you're a fan of, you know, the old series, uh, the last avatar, it's not as the characters aren't as loving as the old series, but you got to, you got to love them for who they are because if you try to just compare the two, they're, they're just, it won't meet the mark. So it's, it's setting too high expectations. Like it's not going to be a, and and the kid and the, everybody else. So, but definitely, definitely worth checking out.
1: That's one of the, like the common complaints I hear whenever people complain about the show, they always like, well, this person is nothing like this other person. And they're like, it's like, well, if they were too similar, would you all, wouldn't you also complain about that? That this is basically just a copy paste of the original Avatar: The Last Airbender, and everybody is too much the right. same.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I know. I know. My brother said his his uh, favorite um, his favorite uh, season of Legend of Korra is season three. Um, so I am kind of interested in checking to see how how that all plays out. So, so, cause I do know there's four episodes. Um, so, or four seasons. I mean, I'm sorry, four seasons. So,
1: Oh, I thought that was like, I'm like, wow. Like, cause I know some shows, especially anime will do where it's like, they'll do like a short <laughs> season for some reason, weird reason. I think, uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid did that.
0: I don't think they did like a full second oh, season. that's kind of annoying. <laughs>
1: Yeah, or something happening hasn't come out yet that I just didn't read, kind of like with uh, Jujutsu Kaisen
0: being yeah. put on hold. That's no good. So, but no, I, I'm looking forward to looking, uh, checking that out. Um, I also um, on just uh, I downloaded an audio book in about in the same universe. So this, so they so another writer was asked to write a series about a previous avatar. And so, so the book is called, um, avatar, avatar, the last airbender rise of Kiyoshi and Kiyoshi is the previous earthbender. So it goes ang and then it goes the, uh, it was the fire avatar and then it goes to the earth avatar. So, so all we know really about her from the TV show is she was tall, she had fans, and she was an earthbender, and she wore makeup and stuff, and she was pretty fucking badass. Um, her whole story is so fucking out of whack and crazy. And I know they talk about um, the book, the book, these books being a little bit more adultish it didn't really feel that much more adult. I just felt like they were more okay about talking about, you know, people, how people died more than, um, more than anything. So. Like it didn't, it it isn't adultish so much as it just doesn't pull, um, yeah, it just didn't really pull the punch. Like it it wasn't like it was like, it went like got violent or anything. So I thought that was kind of silly. Um, but man, the book was really fun to listen to. The person that um, I forget the uh, the lady who reads the book, but she did she did a fantastic job. Um, but basically, it is kind of crazy because it's a prequel, and we know kind of you know she's the avatar. She's going to do things. She's obviously she's dead, or else we wouldn't have Aang and the other avatars. So it it was kind of interesting to hear about her past because you know. Aang is this person that was, like, raised at the Air Temple, went through the sort process, and was found properly. Korra, you know, grew up in the Southern Water Tribe. Um, She was with her family. The whole thing with Kyoshi's fucked up, dude. Like, the whole Earth Nation, they just fucking dropped the ball on trying to locate the new Avatar after the Waterbender... um, Died, and I think it also kind of screwed them up because he died so young. The water, the water guy uh, avatar, he he died like at thirty three, so very young um, for the avatars. And so, and Kyoshi is a kind of on the streets, is like a street rat basically. So her whole experience about becoming the avatar and stuff is just so much different than what you would expect it and it was so ref- it was so cool and refreshing to see the other part that i like too is in the rise of Kyoshi the fire nation doesn't seem like a bunch of assholes like there like every nation has their couple people there a bunch of dickheads but if you remember in avatar the last airbender aang has to fight the whole fire nation because they're trying to like of invade everybody. And then not until you get to like the last season, the book of fire, you start to see resistance because the fire nation people are tired of fighting. They just want peace. They don't, they don't, they start to lose. There starts to be betrayal, but it's interesting to be able to go back before fire, 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 the fire Lord, uh, Izu or whatever, before he started trying to kill, um, and take over the world that the fire nation just was a respectable, you know, uh, they were just a respectable bunch, and and the way that they interact just feels so normalized. And it wasn't like it was like, oh, those Fire Nation people. So I thought that was also a really cool take in um, Rise of Kyoshi.
1: Nice. Like they're um they're not necessarily like good guys, but they're not overly like. Um... Villainized yeah, the they're way not, they were. yeah
0: they're not villainized they're not the the villain or anything like they were able to like um kind of paint that so which was cool
1: yeah which also might be you know uh a thing that's less um like childlike because sometimes kids don't always understand the subtleties and they need like extremes
0: yeah, that's true yeah and and the earth nation is a bunch is a bunch of fucking uh pussies they're they're like the worst bunch of all four tribes. <laughs> they're like bribing each other and soup oh, way too over political about stuff. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Ah, uh, bureaucrats. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Uh,
1: so I watched, I watched an anime on. I thought it was Crunchyroll, but it's High Dive. But I'm pretty sure you could probably find it other yeah. other places because it's kind mm-hmm. of older. Called Rail Wars. Okay. Um, so basically the premise is, like, this: the main character, he wants to become a – like, his whole life he's wanted to be a train operator. And so, like, the way to get in is you have to kind of get, like, almost like a, a job as part of the public safety team for the National Railway. And then from there you can kind of either become, like, part of the security force or a train operator or, you know, it's almost like a paid internship. And so he comes in and he ends up getting partnered up with three other people and he's like part of team four. And so like the first couple episodes are kind of like, you know, there's like an ongoing story, but each episode they have to kind of save mm-hmm. the day. And then about like the fourth episode, you start just getting like fan service, like blatant fan service, even to the point where like I sent to, you know, in the group chat. And I sent a text to friend of the show, Man Thing and Snack, where the, the the girl showing off her cleavage is literally calling out, saying that, oh yeah, this is what are you complaining about? This is fan service. People like it, or something like that, you know. And so from there, like the next like three or, three episodes or so are just like fan service filler. Like they don't go, they don't do the beach episode. They do like, well, they do the beach episode, but then that's not enough, so they have to throw like them changing into their bathing suits at the beach episode. so like the show has like a mature rating but they don't show anything it's not like um interspecies reviewer or um devil man devil man crybaby where you see you know Mm -hmm. like everybody like all the girls even when they're like just with each other will like do the hand bras or the arm bra Mm -hmm. you know and it's like dude like alright I understand you have to do it for the show but it's like you're changing in front of each other every day why are you doing the hand bra now like it's it doesn't make sense but whatever like you could have just my point is you could have like just done away with that whole scene and like had them dressed having this conversation. You don't need to have her standing there for a mi- couple minutes having a long conversation, hand drawing it. Like she's a T Rex with issues. Um But then it gets back into having to like save the day and solve problems. And the the um without the fan service this would be a really good anime, in my opinion. And I'm sure there are people that'll disagree that just watch shit for fan service. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> you know, kind of like Michael Bay. <laughs> People that? do that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, like when you watch a Michael Bay movie, you you know you're going to get that like scene, like in the first Transformers, where they had to like do the elongated pan up and down to Megan Fox's body as she's like looking under the hood mm-hmm. of the car. It's like, all right, if you're watching Transformers for that, then you're watching the wrong movie. And it's like, once it's cool, but when you do it mm-hmm. a lot. Like Michael Bay tends to do sometimes, it's a little too yeah. much. Um, but I like it because it, it kind of is haremish, but not mm-hmm. really. Like all the girls are kind of attracted to the main character, but then it's like, yeah, he's he's not he's not incompetent. He's like intelligent. He's compassionate. You know, he wants what's not just best for you know him, but his team and also the public, because like the the motto of the public safety is like safety first for the you know. Um train riding public, and so that's like his mission is we have to keep the the, the passengers safe and so you know he encounters different like people of course he runs into at some point and sporadically throughout the show his um female friend from school you know who's got a job there as well, you know who has a crush on him and there's you know the two girls in the on the team have a crush on him and there's you know they run into a Japanese idol who ends up getting a crush on him and um, but it's like you watch this and you're like, "Oh. He's not an he's not it's not like um like first one popped in my head Rosario Vampire Hunter.
0: Rosario is that what it was called? Vampire? And it's Rosario Vampire? Son. It was Rosario that? Vampire. Yes, I don't like so always <laughs> Yes, Rosario Vampire Vampire oh, Hunter always sounds that better. Would make a completely <laughs> different show. This is
1: that, 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 like a crossover episode. <laughs> Somebody's trying to hunt her yeah. down and kill her. Um but yeah, like, um, like that one, like, you're like, why do any of you like him? He's he's a fucking idiot, right? Right? Pretty
0: much.
1: <laughs> like, um, like the one main girl that you know, of course, you know, you're supposed to root for them getting together. Like, she's badass. Like, she can fight, and she can shoot guns and stuff. And then they they actually give an explanation for it, other than she just is badass for the sake of being badass. That, you know, her dad was a cop, and like she wanted to be a cop, so her dad trained her. It's like, well, this is what you need to know to be a cop. So she took he took her to the training the, the shooting range and took her to martial arts and taught her self defense and all this stuff. And it's like, oh they gave exposition to explain why she's a badass. Not just we're just supposed to accept it, right?
0: Damn. Yeah.
1: Um but like the characters are likable, like he he's you know, he wants to be a train operator. He doesn't want to be part of the safety, like the security team. He's not a cop. He wants to be a a, a, a train operator. And that kind of causes some conflict, but then they resolve the conflict, and they kind of talk. But I mean, it's not full like conversations to solve problems. But I don't know, man. Like, if you can get past the fan service on this show, it's really well made. The characters are likable. The um, there's actual moments of like tension where you're like, oh, like they could fail this mission, you know. And it's not like oh, they're all gonna live kind of a thing because of plot armor, but it's more like they might. They may they're they're given a goal and they have a time limit and they might not beat the meet the time limit kind of a thing, mm.
0: yeah, right? Pretty much. Yeah.
1: So, it's twelve episodes, standard anime. Um, that's the closing song is the opening song that we chose for this episode because I I like actually like both songs from the closing and <laughs> Danny episode, loves it's, his
0: music. Yes. <laughs>
1: I always see people on the interwebs talking about that like vibing out to an, uh, um, anime music or it's like when you um, when you, when your normal friends let you pick the the playlist for the cart road trip <laughs> <laughs> so
0: yeah pretty much
1: oh man but yeah the, the animation is well done the, the songs are fun the characters are likable there's a lot of just humor it doesn't take itself seriously but at the same time there's moments of intense drama, like oh uh, oh shit, something could go wrong. Oh shit, more has gone wrong. But then there's also moments of oh, of course something else has to go wrong. It's a TV show. <laughs> of course,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> like,
1: no, no, no. TV show is perfect if you over over analyze it. You're always going to find some major flaw with it because that's just how shit exactly. is. Exactly.
0: Exactly, sir. So please don't overanalyze this exactly. show. And by show, I, don't mean, I mean us. <laughs> us. <laughs> if you're not going to overanalyze us, you can, find, you can follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher and Amazon Podcast. You can hang out with me. I'm streaming on uh, weekdays, typically Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, around noon to 1 p.m. I've been uh, streaming some Destiny and uh, another uh been playing uh, horizon zero dawn uh, new game plus hard mode so that's been uh fun come check out the uh, fun um, we do have November 6 extra life is coming so stay tuned for news about that we're gonna have some fun raise some money for the uh, Children's Hospital in Philadelphia um, and make sure you follow us again on uh, you said November 6. It's okay. coming. And then right. make sure you... Pref- That's
1: right. It's always around, it's always around my, um, my, my niece's birthday. More important.
0: <laughs>
1: Facebook. She's, like, <laughs> she's a teenager. She's going to hate me soon, so I have to like love her well. She yeah. still wants to like, acknowledge yes. that I'm I just got to wait a few more exist.
0: years, and then you'll be forgotten. And then it'll be my birthday. That's the most exactly. important.
1: Well, like when my nephew was born three days before my birthday, my mom flat out told me, she's like, you know, you're, you're never going to have a birthday again, right? And I'm like, did I ever? <laughs> oh, and um, I'm going to spring this on Sean as I'm springing it on the uh, – if you've made it this far. Um, you're going to get another two weeks off from us. Oh,
0: shit. Oh, is your tr- yeah. I'm going
1: to be in the beautiful, exciting, COVID-safe North
0: land of North Dakota. North Dakota produces. Don't weeks. you know? Or doesn't? Yes,
1: because they take they take they take COVID as seriously as you know people take flat earthers. <laughs> Luckily, my mother in law is very serious about it to the point where like, because she works at a nursing home and she's very pissed off at many people, and her and her sister too are very pissed off at many people in their state, and it's not because well, her my wife's aunt is very like fucking bleeding heart liberal, but my mother in law is not, and even. But she's like, yeah, this isn't a fucking joke, you know? So at least there's a couple breweries that, like, there's a, where she lives is, I love where she lives because she lives in the middle of nowhere, but it's also, like, a 30-minute drive to, like, one of, like, the top, like, four major cities in North Dakota. (laughs) So it's not, like, where her grandparents live, which is, like, a bigger town, which actually has a grocery store and stuff, but then it's, like, an hour-and-a-half drive to a city. Nice. (laughs) Like, if you want to go to the mall, you have to drive for an hour and a half versus, like, where her, mother, her mother-in-law her lives. It's, like, yeah. 30 minutes. I'm like, that's doable. No. So, yeah. So, two more weeks yeah. off.
0: Oh, boy. All right. Well, thank you again for everybody for uh, listening. Uh, make sure you uh, follow us and uh, leave comments and reviews. We appreciate it. And we'll see you next time.